Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I hope you're doing amazing. I want to talk a little bit today about intermittent fasting. I want to define what fasting is and then some advantages of fasting and what our body does while we're fasting and give you some suggestions to get started if this is something you would like to add to your weight loss journey. I know for me, um, I'm down 40 pounds over the last two years, and I started my journey with eliminating sugar and flour. That was the only thing I concentrated on. I really, really wanted to focus and unlearn my over-desire for sugar and flour, and I wanted to be free from cravings and urges. So for the first 20 pounds, almost the first full year of my weight loss journey, that was my focus. I I just really wanted to gain freedom around food and practiced planning my meals, planning exceptions, but for the most part, eliminating sugar and flour. And then I got to a place where I plateaued and I started looking at uh, intermittent fasting. And I implemented that as a, like another thing, right, to, to break my plateau. And And I want to share this with you because if you are at a place where you have been planning your meals, planning exceptions, you feel like you um, have been giving up sugar and flour and you feel like maybe now you're plateauing, intermittent fasting might be something you'd want to implement to break through that plateau. So let's talk about it. Let's dive in. So what is fasting? And the first thing I want to say is fasting and starvation are two different terms, right? They're on complete opposite ends of the spectrum because a lot of times when we think, oh, I'm going to fast or I'm going to be fasting, we think starving and they are not the same, right? So starving is basically food is not present, right? It's involuntary. And we're being forced to not eat because food isn't present. Versus fasting, food is available to us. We're just choosing not to eat it. I I like the analogy of it being like recreational running, running for fun versus running because you're being chased by a tiger, right? And you're in danger. So that's like the difference of this, right? Like it's not involuntary for us to fast. We have food available. We could eat, 
but we don't want to. We're giving ourselves an eating window. So I just wanted to make that clear first. And with fasting, there's no standard duration, right? It's basically not eating equals fasting, right? For an example, fasting between dinner and breakfast would maybe be a 12-hour fast where we're just choosing not to eat. And if you think about it, the term breakfast broken down is break fast. And fasting has been something that has been used in weight loss or just metabolic health in general for ages. And back when our ancestors lived on the land, before there were grocery stores and shelter, they had to find their food, right? They ate when they were able to kill an animal or harvest a crop. And when they didn't have food available, they were fasting. And this is how our body works so beautifully, is our body is built to burn its own fat if it's not eating. Which is why we're at our most healthy when our body can burn both fat and sugar. Meaning when we eat a meal, our body burns the calories, burns the sugar from that meal. And then it stores everything our body did not burn. It stores it in our liver. It stores it in our fat cells. It stores it in our muscles for later. Because if there is a chance that food is not available which happened a lot before grocery stores, right? When people lived off the land, if they couldn't kill an animal or harvest a crop, they didn't eat. So what their body would do is not starve. It would actually dip into its stored fat. It would dip into what it stored for later. The body is so smart. It knows how to keep you alive, right? So you eat food and whatever you don't burn and don't need, it's going to store it for later. And that is why intermittent fasting can be so powerful and really help us not only in weight loss, but there's so many other healthy advantages to giving your body a break from digesting and burning sugar. And that term is called metabolic flexibility. When your metabolism is able to shift from burning food to burning its stored fat, you are metabolically flexible. And intermittent fasting is one way to get your body to that metabolically flexible state, right? And Somewhere along the way, fasting has been less and less taught or talked about, right? In fact, the fitness industry and nutrition industry actually has taught us the opposite, right? They've taught us things like always eat breakfast. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, right? Never miss a meal. Eat every two hours to keep your metabolism on fire, And scientifically, 
these teachings do not keep us at our most healthy. Because as long as we're eating all day long, if we never give our body a break and stop feeding it food, then insulin is always circulating through our body and we're storing fat. Versus if we give our body timed eating, right, where we eat at certain times of the day, we eat a meal, we allow our body to digest, we allow insulin to go in and clean it up. And then insulin goes down when our body gets hungry, it's going to burn our stored fat, which is why our stored fat is there in the first place. Right? So we want to give our body time where it is in a fasted state. Some advantages of fasting are one would be weight loss, right? Two, it lowers our blood sugar. Three, it improves insulin sensitivity. So I've talked about insulin resistance before in the first pod, I think it's the first podcast. Um, if you want to go back and listen to why we aren't losing weight, I dive a little bit deeper into insulin resistance, which is when our body has been fed food and it's just burning sugar and insulin is always circulating through the body, it's always storing fat. It never gets a chance to burn its fat. As long as insulin is high, our body locks the fat cells because it just simply cannot store and burn fat at the same time right? So if we give ourselves an eating window, an advantage of that would be that we improve insulin sensitivity. And we increase our energy, which in our minds, we most likely think the opposite is true, right? Like if we don't eat, we're going to lose energy, we're going to be more fatigued. But if your body is metabolically flexible, if your body is shifting from burning sugar to burning fat, your energy actually increases when you're not eating because your body knows that it's going to dip into its fat stores and it's just going to snack on all the stored fat you currently have on your body. It never runs out of energy and you feel amazing. So if you're someone who wants to maybe start implementing intermittent fasting, I have to say when I work with my clients, this is one of the first questions I talk about when we create their protocol is how many meals do you want to eat in a day? Do you want to eat one, two, or three? And you decide when you're going to eat those meals and decide that you're not going to snack. You give your body plenty of time to become metabolically flexible. You eat breakfast. Your body burns the food that you ate for breakfast. Insulin goes in, cleans up what it doesn't use. And then you don't eat for three or four hours until lunch the insulin goes down. If your body gets tired or needs energy, it's going to dip into its fat stores. And then you eat lunch and it does the same thing. 
right? It Insulin gets excreted so that you can store anything that you're not burning. Insulin goes back down because you don't eat again for another three or four hours. And in between your meals, your body has a chance to burn its own fat. So if you are currently a snacker, and you want to implement some intermittent fasting, you might want to try giving up your snacks, eating larger meals, so you're not hungry in between meals, and you give your body a break in between meals. Another option is to start with a 12-hour eating window. So what that looks like is you would eat your meals during the day, let's say from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. is your 12-hour eating window. And then you're going to fast for the 12 hours that you're sleeping from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And you can start with that if you've never done fasting before. You could also do a 16-hour fasting window, which means you would be feeding, having an eating window of eight hours, right? And then you decide when dinner is, and then it's dinner and done, right? And then you close the kitchen, and we're not going to eat, we're not going to snack until breakfast the next morning. You could also do a 20-hour fast where you eat one meal a day. Now, I don't suggest doing this often. Um, But if you want to a couple days a week, eat dinner, and then fast until dinner the next day, that would be about a 20 hour fast. And your eating window then is in a four hour window. So there's a lot of options that you can do. And It really can help you break through a plateau or if you feel like you might be insulin resistant and you've been giving up sugar and flour and you want to go on to the next level, give intermittent fasting a try. And like I said, you can get more information on this, more deep dive with the book, The Complete Guide to Fasting, which is the book where I got a lot of my information from. Dr. Jason Fung. So I just want to talk real quick about Philippians 3, verse 14, where it says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling us upward. And I just want to encourage you, my friends, to keep going No matter how slow you feel this journey is going, no matter if you're at a standstill or you're at a plateau, I want to encourage you to keep going, to keep pressing on. I like to switch this verse into more of like a power thought to make it more personal to myself, where you could say this, I will press on until I reach my goal. And I will enjoy the reward when I have received the prize. All right, my friends, you are worthy. You are strong. 
and you can keep going. And if you want to work on your hunger hormones, if you want to work on insulin resistance and becoming insulin sensitive, if you want to work on your over desire and your mindset around food, basically, if you want to have more peace and freedom around food, you're going to want to book a consult with me. They're 30 minutes and you can find the link in the show notes. And I'd love to meet you in person. Have a great week.